We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. Josh Crosshauer back with us. 97.1 Political Insider, Senior Political Correspondent at Axios this afternoon. How are you, Mr. Crosshauer? Great to hook up with you. Mark, good to be back on the show with you uh, right before the, the holidays. Right before the holidays. And we're going to talk a little baseball, as we always do, I think, here at the end of this conversation. But let's touch on some politics. Did you see – let me start with this. I'm going to talk to Kevin Roberts about this from Heritage a little later. I'm guessing you saw the op-ed by our Senator Josh Hawley last week in The Washington Post. I did. Uh, he, he's that's been part of a pattern in terms of – we're within the Republican Party. Senator Hawley is positioning himself. Yeah. So what were your thoughts on that? I, I pushed back just a little bit. I'm not exactly sure everything that he's asking for. Um, he seemed to minimize. Look, I, I think that the reasons that the Republicans lost the, the midterms or at least didn't have as much success are um, many fold. Right. There's a variety of factors in there. But he seemed to discount the quality of the candidate factor and some other things altogether. What were your thoughts on what he was asking for? Because it seemed like he wants to kind of start from scratch with the Republicans. Well, look, I, I think there's a narrative that some folks on the populist right, you know, Kali sort of carved a little niche for himself in, in supporting um, these populist national conservative like candidates. Blake Masters was one of the big candidates he championed uh, during the home stretch, and he lost pretty badly, or he lost in a state that should have uh, voted for Republicans. Um, so, you know, I think there's a little bit of denial, frankly, taking place where. There was a hope that this is a different type of Republican candidate who could win that would kind of follow the playbook that Josh Hawley described, uh, the new kind of Republican, the, you know, being, being tougher on business, uh, taking a more populist view on, on issues, leading with socially conservative stances. But that was tested in this in this election. Uh, I just wrote about the the scorecard of the Trump pack, the, 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 the biggest uh, candidates that Trump gave money to in Senate and, and governor's races. He was one in seven. And Mark, you know, if the Cardinals started out one and seven, you you know that that would be grounds for managerial firings, right? right? right exactly. And, and Holly, Holly's you know the record of these types of candidates uh, is, isn't living up to this this imaginary uh, universe, which a lot of these candidates or a lot of these senators in Holly's case have been advocating for. Well, and and I I agree with you, and I think look, he put his chips in on Vicky. That didn't go very well here in Missouri as well. But I guess I'm confused because it doesn't sound like what what he's calling for. He'll have a, a group or a coalition, if you will, of other Republicans that will jump on board and say, yeah, you're right on this. So I'm not exactly sure what the end game is for Senator Hawley. Obviously, some of this is about his future as well. Well, and look, they're, they're, it's, it's a little hard to describe. Like he, he led one of him. He was against McConnell's, uh, you know, majority leader every reelection. And we had a vote between him, between McConnell and Rick Scott and, and McConnell won handily. 
right, within the Republican Senate conference. Uh, you had some of these candidates that Holly endorsed. We can go over the scorecard. They didn't do as well as other Republican candidates. Um, you know, you have the fee. I mean, I think Peter Thiel and, and Holly overlap in some important ways. And, you know, Holly or excuse me, Thiel's candidates, J.D. Vance won in Ohio, but Masters lost in Arizona. And there was a Republican House candidate in Washington state running in a very Trump friendly district who actually lost to a un- very uh, unknown Democrat in, in, in a big upset. So we've tested this. I mean, 2022 was sort of a important test run because it was a good year for Republicans overall. Republicans won the popular vote by about three points. But in these races where candidates who were trying the Holly playbook, who were trying to, to do the things that Holly has been calling for, and in most of those cases, they underperformed and, and, and lost key races. How significant is the Kirsten Cinema defection? Well, it's significant politically, both for the Senate map in 2024 and for her, you know, Arizona politics and, and that race coming up in a couple of years. But, you know, as far as the Senate majority goes to the Democrats, it doesn't change how much power Democrats have. She, she's always been a maverick. She always has been a thorn in leaders' sides. And just because she changed her party affiliation isn't going to change change things. And Democrats still maintain you know, majorities on the committees now with, 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 with a one-seat majority. They have the ability to utilize subpoena power, which they didn't have in the last Congress. So nothing functionally has really changed. She has a lot of leverage, though, over, over Senator Schumer and over Democratic leaders because she could say, hey, you know, I'll, I'll become a Republican if you don't give me X, Y, and Z, and that could change things uh, significantly. So, you know, Cinema, we'll see what happens politically. She is almost daring uh, daring her party to not support her? Because if, if, if they end up not supporting her in 2024 and go with another Democrat, that means the Democratic Party would be divided. And that could, hand the, they could easily hand the, the Senate seat to a Republican. So she's really put the ball in the White House's court, see whether they're going to endorse her, and also Senator Schumer's court politically for 2024. Josh Crosshauer is with us from Axios. Where are you right now on the Kevin McCarthy uh, attempt to be House Speaker and how much of a challenge that will be? Obviously, he's got a challenger. Not everyone is on board. The conventional wisdom is, well, it's going to be Kevin McCarthy. Everyone will kind of coalesce, come on over. But how tricky will this get in January? It's going to be tricky. The the biggest benefit for McCarthy is that I don't see who else would want to be Speaker. (laughs) You you have a bunch of Republicans who hate McCarthy, but when it comes to coming up with another name, Andy Biggs, I guess, is officially running – in, in, in the race, and he ran, already ran against him within the party. But, uh, you know, there's, very, there's not going to be 218 votes for Andy Biggs, or I, I would have a hard time seeing anyone else other than maybe a Steve Scalise who, uh, you know, would have the same issues as McCarthy in terms of being in sure. the current, current avenue so of leadership. So then, then what, what's the leverage then that the people who don't want McCarthy will actually be able to utilize in, you know, concessions, et cetera? How does that kind of work itself out? Well, they could cause, cause chaos. They could prevent McCarthy from getting uh, 218 votes on the floor, in, in, theory, in theory at least, if they, if they held together. Um, but ultimately, someone has to be speaker. So they could create, I mean, they could shoot themselves in the foot. They could, I mean, if, they, if there's no one that could get 218 and they continue to, to draw out this process, it would create an image and a, a sense of the Republican Party being listless in, in, in chaos and not even able to choose choose a leader to, to represent the party. So, I mean, that would not be in their interests. It, it could indicate that Kevin McCarthy is a very weak leader. But if, that, if that's the goal, that, that's not the same goal as trying to actually get things done and, and lead the House Republican uh, conference in, in, in an effective fashion. What have you thought about the Twitter files, Josh? 
<laughs> um, so, I mean, the biggest takeaway, you know, from all the little bits and pieces uh, I've read from Barry Weiss today and uh, Matt Taibbi and, and others, you know, look, I think the biggest takeaway, I think some, th- some things are more relevant than others, but the biggest takeaway that cuts through a lot of this, the, the, these tweets is that, look, the, the, there was a partisan double standard um, that went beyond sim- simple no. speech. Or, 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 There's right? no way. And we could see that. Well, we could see. I mean, that was something that they denied, uh, and, and and you could see in these conversations, you could see how just typical right wing partisan people who were not, you know, were not engaging in any kind of hate speech, but they, they they were just, you know, the notion. I think one of the more dangerous ideas that has come into vogue in the last few years is that that anyone who has the wrong opinion, if you just say something incorrectly, that then you need to be you know, punished for that or, or, or suppressed. And a lot of people have wrong opinions, right? Right? I mean, that, that, that's what free speech is all about, to debate, to discuss, to test your ideas in, 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 a, in a public forum. And this notion of misinformation, meaning things I don't like, right? You can see this in these conversations with Twitter bureaucrats, really. Uh, they, they ended up abusing the power. I, th- I think it's very important to eliminate hate speech and moderate hate speech, you know, racism, anti-Semitism, and so on. But they, there was a slippery slope that ended up becoming a mission for a lot of these Twitter bureaucrats to, to basically police speech in general, any, any opinion I don't like or I think is not correct. And that led to uh, just a whole lot of chaos and a whole lot of problems where normal, you know, partisans were, were getting suppressed or shadow banned and having nothing to do with, 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 with the type of things that you would normally expect a, a platform to regulate. Yeah, and I guess, it's, <clears throat> I guess it's expected. Maybe it's ironic that the same people who are obviously taking advantage of some of the biases out there that were in existence at Twitter aren't even covering this story. The New York Times, The Washington Post, yeah. nothing to see here. There's not a lot here. I mean, I think there is, no matter where you're on politically, this is a story. And why does it take Barry Weiss, an ex-New York Times reporter, and Matt Taibbi, you guys have been reporting for years to expose some of this stuff, and Michael Schellenberger as well has been looped in? Yeah, I mean, that, that, that is a, <laughs> a mystery. Um, I have some ideas, but uh, look, I, 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 I think that um, it, it's embarrassing. I mean, look, I, I think there are a lot of... Uh, there's a lot of folks in, in, who work in, 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 in uh, you know, liberal professions that, that like the, 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 you know, banning and regulating misinformation. That was, you know, it, it, basically Twitter became something of a public utility, you know, and even though it was a private company, it, it developed itself it perpetuating yeah. bureaucracy where, you know, it was, it was, it wasn't designed to help the product, but it was designed to almost further these, you know, ideological ends that, that ended up getting out of control. And you can see that in all these leaked emails and conversations. So you know, you would think. I mean, this is a great story. No matter where where you where you come from, the 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 wealth of information and the, the you know the reporting that's been done is, is pretty revelatory. And I, I would hope more more folks jump on the bandwagon and at least want to have an open mind to see what was going on in Twitter at the time. All right. So here we are, mid December, twenty twenty three is going to kind of click over. In just a couple of weeks, we know that um, Trump can be on Twitter if he wants to. DeSantis is out there doing his thing. There hasn't been a lot of back and forth. So is this presidential race going to stay pretty quiet through the first part of 2023? Oh, I, I, think, I, I think you'll see the first wave of candidates get in in the first quarter of 2023. I think you'll, you'll hear Republicans who meet with their families, talk with their families over the holidays, make a final decision, and then make an announcement at some point in early 2023. But, uh, you know, look, I, I don't think it's in a lot of Republicans' interest to jump in the, the ring with Donald Trump. Trump has sort of lost a lot of political altitude 
even within his own party, just by being the, the one guy out there who just hasn't gotten a whole lot of attention, hasn't gotten a lot, a lot, a lot of play, and has had problems with these meetings with Kanye West and, 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 and white nationalists and anti-Semites and so forth. So, you know, I think, I think a lot of Republicans will be content to t- kind of let, let the political gravity assert itself and then get in when, when, when people start paying real attention to these campaigns. Josh Crossauer, 97.1 Political Insider, senior political correspondent at Axios, baseball expert in passionate fan. We, we were pretty happy with Wilson Contreras last week. Um, I think we need some more pitching, somebody to play catch with Wilson Contreras. How have your Nats done? Uh, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and we're, we're, we're in this weird phase, Mark, where we're talking about having new ownership, but that, that, that the transaction hasn't been done yet. I mean, we haven't had the announcement. So it, I, it doesn't seem like the team wants to spend any money on free agents or making any, any new moves. It's oh, just going to be a rough, wow. rough Yeah, so if you're in that you're mode. You're going to have a lot, yeah. Yeah, it's rebuilding mode, but it's 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 rebuilding mode without trying to make the team for next year better. Yeah, that's unfortunate, especially for a franchise that has had success in the last you know couple. Look at what the Phillies are doing right now, though, in the Mets. I know. I mean, you look at the Braves too. I mean, they're not out of it either, and and the Nats are like making Rule Five selections for you know. This is back to like two thousand nine and two thousand ten when. We spell the word natinals without the O on the uniform. Uh, <laughs> oh, so I forgot about that. Having a little bit of a having a little bit of a flashback. To oh, that that's right. Yeah. Well, um, that's a tough division. You're you're up against it anyway. But look, even even the Cardinals making some moves. You just kind of wonder if you can punch through the Dodgers, the Braves, the Padres, and and now the Phillies and the Mets as well. Josh, awesome having you on. You have a great holiday. Happy New Year, and we will talk. I'm pretty sure right into January 2023 as things heat up. And good luck with your Nationals. I appreciate. Thanks, Mark. All right, take care. Get more at 971talk.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 